And we're off to the races. And we're driving down the speedway. And we're taking it real fast. And reached at episode 136 miles an hour. Me, 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 Driver is still flying by. There goes Tyler. There goes Zane. And Ding Dong, it's a podcast, is the winner. Hi, guys. That's it. This has been episode 136. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and check us out on our socials at uh, Ding Dong Podcast and uh, email us at dingdongpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. This has been our car noises episode. This has been the episode where we make some car noises. Dude. That would be a pretty funny episode. Just car noises? Just car noises. Because we, we've we tried. just start sneaking out like weird little episodes. Just little, mi- like, like maybe five oh, minute like, snippet bits. Yeah. Like snippet oh, bits. you wasted time to upload five minutes of you going meow. Somebody would listen to it. They wouldn't like, be pleased yeah, with it, but yeah, they, I, I bet they would. These guys must have something to say. Right? No. <laughs> not Generally really. not. Dude, we can call it snip bits. Just little snippets of... And if anybody steals like that, we're going legal. Yet. Well, of course someone will steal it because that's how this shit works, where we say right. something and then, uh-oh, it's in the public sphere two days later. Oh, you guys have an idea? We have an idea. <laughs> Every time we listen to Fuck It, We Ball, Madison is goes, yeah, I know, they stole your song. And I was like, yeah, they stole the whole album. <laughs> like, the whole thing, the whole project. <laughs> like the song will start coming on and she goes, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> like, she knows I'm just going to be upset about it. <laughs> Well, you know, B.O.B. stole from us. Why is my camera so dark today? Dude, I don't know, man. <sighs> What's funny is when I called you, your camera angle was like off. And so it looked like you had just, <laughs> honey, I shrunk the kids yourself. Because all I could see was yeah. what seemed to be the regular frame. And then I was actually your standing forehead. on the chair. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Who are you, Tory Lanez? Tiny. Right. <laughs> Tory Lanez is uh, not in a good spot right now. No. Don't bring guns to a party, Tory Lanez. He's he's short on good time. <laughs> That's <laughs> mostly he's short just on short. good decisions. Yeah, exactly. Dude, speaking of short on good decisions, me. Um, okay. I have to say that I was recently dog walked. Oh no! And it was by a local fan favorite and listener. Oh no, McKenna. Are you okay? Like, are yeah, you, now, I guess. Are you yeah. It all right? Like, do I want to talk about this? No, not really. No. But well, I, we have to raise awareness. But I feel like I have to. Or maybe lower awareness. Guys, in these trying times, it's important to remember to watch your fucking back. <laughs> because you never know when one of your good friends and or listeners will absolutely stab you in slipped. it. That's the equivalent of getting sucker punched Dude, right uh, in the ear. Basically, okay, let me set the scene. <laughs> McKenna, it's it's what Friday looks uh, per my texts. Looks it's like it's Sunday. approximately nine thirty-five p.m. Okay. At that point, I was playing games with some buddies of mine. As you do. Yeah, it's a Friday night. Go play some games, and being the polite, nice boy I am, I saw a text show up, and I said, "Well, I'm not going to let that go." And so I looked, and it said, from McKenna, somebody hit me up about a side job in Spokane. Wanted to see if you were interested. (laughs) And immediately, I did have an alarm go off that I was like, 
not necessarily a dog walk one, but I'm like, why the f- I have a full time job, humble brag. Uh, right. Why would uh, that sounded rude? I know people sometimes don't have a choice <laughs> to not have a full time job right now. I meant it. Anyway, you get it. You've listened to the show 135 <laughs> times. You understand. You know. And if it's your first time, stick it out. Stay, you'll go listen to the other ones. You'll figure it out. Um, but she's like, wanted to see if you're interested. And I'm like, well, I am not interested. But and I go, ooh, Madison might be. Any idea what it is? And she sends me a screenshot. And at this point, I'm now back. We were playing Titanfall, and right. we're in the. It's like when your parents come in in the middle of a game, and they're like, "Hey, can you pause that? I need you to come sweep the living room." And it's right. like this instant, and they're like, "Yeah, it's pretty. It's a disaster area, but only it as really of right it. now." Have you seen it recently? Have you looked in there? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but was it this way an hour ago? Before I started playing, they're like, "Well, yeah, it was, but it, and it hasn't changed." But I need but you I to do it now. I didn't ask you then. I'm asking you now. Right, and it's like, but here's the deal: I am in an online game, and I can't pause it. And though I'm willing to do this eventually, if you'll give me like 20 minutes, and then it's like, well, that's just not an option. Right. Peace was never an option, and neither was leaving this chore for another 15 minutes. And success so, is your only option; failure's not. Right, and so. Basically, I was in the middle of this match, and I was actually doing okay for once, and so I was like, well, I'll get to that in a second. In direct contradiction with what I had just said of like, oh, I'll be responsive to these text messages. But I looked over, and I glanced at it, and it was like, oh, something, okay, job, uh, stipend weekly, whatever. It looked kind of weird, and I clicked on the picture, and the screenshot was from a 334 number. I have no idea where that is. But I'm like, Spokane's 509. Now, that being said, I live in Spokane, and I don't have a Spokane area code because I moved with my Montana one. Right. And so it's like, I don't know, man, maybe it's like, it looks kind of weird, but whatever. And so I, in trying to keep playing the game and chatting with friends and all this stuff and to be polite, I respond, it's Alabama, Aladama. Right. Um, I respond, hmm, okay, thanks. I'll check with Madison. And then I set my phone down. And I Uh-oh. look back to the game, and I finish up, and then I glance back over at my phone, and I have four text messages. And here's wh- how they read. Dude. What? It's spam. I was dog walking you. Which immediately is, uh, like, the, the, the whoop, boop, whoop, boop goes off in my head, and I'm like, uh-oh, 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 what did I miss? And I scroll back and let me just read you the listing that so so clearly should have set off every alarm bell in my body. <laughs> it says, hi, my name is Johnson. Immediately suspicious. <laughs> I would like to know if you'll be willing to work remotely as a dog walker slash dog care in your area. This has a weekly stipend. Read carefully to the link or, and click the link underneath to apply. <laughs> now to be fair and this doesn't just i i have conceded my victor mckenna's victory to her she got me this time i go i'm realizing now that you've dog walked me and i'm very upset i literally glanced at it fuck god damn it well done i commend the effort looking now it was so obvious she called me a loser a few times and i think that that's only fair that's part of it Oh, yeah. And she goes, I'm only mostly disappointed. And I go, that's fair. I'm fully disappointed in me. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I know in or at least had a suspicion in the past that McKenna had like done dog walking for people like legitimately. Right. And I may be crazy off on that. And she'll probably text me after this episode and be like, you're dumb. And that's not true. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not trying to libel <laughs> and or slander her. It's I would say it's early in the morning. It's not. It's almost noon. But I don't remember from law school class which one is which. <laughs> right. Whichever one it is, I'm not trying to do that. Libel is written. Thank you. Is that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway. Slander, you just say it. You would figure I, I would know that, but I don't. Well, I know you know it, but I, I do. But right. But like if somebody was like gun to my head, which one is which? That's probably what I'd pick. Right. Thank God that's not the situation. Thank God I'm just in my apartment, gun fully away from me, nowhere near blink, me. Ideally, blink three times if you're if you're slandering. Have you had mouth. that thought before when you go through like TSA where you're like, oh shit, did I sneak a gun, a gun in gun accidentally? In my bag? Yeah. Even though I don't own one and like don't have one in a radius Which of me. Which is just the most unreasonable thing. Like where you're like, how, oh shit, how is there a knife in my shoe? All of a sudden, did I buy, have I checked right. these to make sure there's not a knife that can pop out somehow? Did I did I smuggle a bomb in my bra? First of all, I don't wear bras. Right, but if you did, like, but if I did, is there a bomb in it? A valid question. It's like, dude, I bought these shoes from Ross. Did somebody at Ross fucking sneak? Right, you know, C four into the soles. Such a great deal because they were just trying to push an agenda. Right. (laughs) We may never know, but that was my thought. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, and so I glanced at that and I saw blah blah dog care. Okay, yeah, maybe I don't know. Madison's not the biggest dog fan, but that's okay. Like she likes them. She likes cute puppies. Who doesn't? Right. And so all of a sudden, now I'm the fool having been dog walked. <laughs> God damn it. And I, I, I have to commend it. I, I guess I would give it a nine out of 10 because there was no mention of being tired. Right. I was just about to say, you'd, you'd be very tired. I know that you already work quite a bit. Right. It's right. Something so like that. Hey, tired. I know you might not have a lot of time and you might be trying to rest during that free time, but if you have a chance, would you mind looking this over? Right. You want to walk these dogs? Um, I will say this. I was going to say, I know the world is very fatiguing at this point too. And so there's a natural yes. in for being tired. It's like, yo man, I know you're tired of all this bullshit, but hopefully here's some good news. Even that I yeah. would have accepted. Yeah. And then you would have gotten dog walked and your body would have rejected. The thing is, though, maybe it was just a, a ploy, and I'm going to believe this because McKenna's a nice person, that yeah. she was just like, I'm going to dunk on you, but I'm not going to posterize you. You know what I mean? Right. You're you not going to... She's going to look back when you're at the free throw line, and she's taken off at the block. And right. She's like, it's happening. I, there's nothing you can do about it, and it hurts. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to... But you didn't break your leg. Slam jam you. Right. So let us know if you've dog-dogged anybody recently, because... That was happening for a while where we'd get, I would say, a weekly tweet or email that was like, hey, yeah. just got somebody. And that's yes. a, we're trying I to bring some that. joy back into the world. Right. Zane. Like, if we can just have the biggest, cultiest running inside joke. If that's our thing, yeah. If, if we just spread this dog walking. People just getting dog walked and having no idea what just happened to them and the devastation that they should feel. The thing is that it's it's just as rewarding for the dog walk E as it is for the dog walker. Yeah. Because if the dog walk E doesn't know that they're being dog walked, then they all of a sudden the dog walker, it's a harmless prank because they don't know right. any better and you just right. get the satisfaction of being like, fuck yeah, I did it. And then you can explain to them how embarrassed they should be right. and how they've how, disrespected how ancestors of theirs. Are. Right. Yeah. By just being so ignorant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, speaking of dog walking, you already know this. True. We got a puppy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puppy update. A pup date. Just let him let him sleep. Is he sleeping? Um, yeah, he fell asleep outside. I'll stop Rosa. yelling. I know he's asleep. 
Oh no, he's he's all the way outside. No, it's okay. We gotta whisper. Okay, we'll whisper so we don't wake up the puppy. Well, anyway, we got a puppy. That's great. He is a German Shepherd Rottweiler cross. Nice. And he is a little hefty boy named Blue Red Blue Blue. Hello. Boo Radley. Boo Radley. He's the cutest boy. And he's got Ugh. little brown eyebrows. Dude, he's a fucking little chunky little scoop of peanut butter. Paws. He's real cute. Yes. You showed me and him. He just stomps around. I think that's pro- the right adjective. He's very I've, like just from his stature, he looks stompy. Yeah, I have yet to see him like he trots a little bit, but mostly it's like very uncoordinated stomping. Right. It's it's mostly four legs at a time. It's like watching a dog play quop with their own legs. Yeah, just that's blah, exactly blah, blah, what blah, it blah, is. Blah. <laughs> also, weirdly enough, speaking of animals, um, I whispered just now, and it woke Rocket up. Yeah. Like she's used to my <laughs> loud noises and bullshit. That she'll just sleep through But I started whispering And she woke up And gave me this look like What are you doing <laughs> Dude I'm so excited for you guys Having a puppy is going to be great you. I'm sad yeah. for your sleep schedule For the next week or so Well but, here's the thing Is I'm coming into it With a ruined sleep schedule anyway Oh flex And so You know it's not It's not a too big of a deal We uh I went on a backpacking trip This last week I left on Monday And came back on Thursday Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if I slept more than two hours any of the nights. And Shit. that's just kind of what it was. How was so the- then? Oh, go ahead. Uh, I got back Thursday, was in town for less than 24 hours, and then had to drive to Billings. Shit. And also slept like trash in that hotel. Well, so, you, right. So you went from, for our non Montana people, you went from like wilderness, not sleeping, 24 hours right. at home. Five hour drive Yeah And then hotel Here's something I hadn't even thought of until just now Mm -hmm. Is that the place we went backpacking Is like 25 minute drive 30 30 minute drive Ish Mm -hmm. Away from town Like you don't have to drive that far Then it was a six and a half mile Plus hike in Sure with, With full packs With enough stuff to survive for Four days Right um, and then, you know, you hike back out, but that seemed way farther away than driving halfway across the state. Right. You know, I drove almost 400 miles one way to get to Billings, which is totally insane that that's in the same state. Like there's, a, I would always watch like Top Gear episodes and they'd yeah. be like today on Top Gear, we're going to drive from England to Italy. And I'm like, on one tank of gas? What the fuck are yeah. you talking? Are like, you bringing it's 370 a- miles? Yeah, I'm like, are you bringing one, you know, car-sized uh, tank of gas? Because no right. fucking way. And then I'm like, oh right, that Montana is like half the size of Europe, basically. It is. <laughs> like it's not, but also at the same time, it's like that's so insane that that drive is if even. If you possible. drive the same amount of distance from, I think it's from Missoula going east across Montana. Mm-hmm. And you turn and drive from Missoula west going towards the coast. Right. The same amount of mileage gets you to the coast pretty much as gets you to the edge of the state. I say, it's I, like yeah. 700 miles either direction. I want to say it was like something along the lines of like if you go corner to corner, like diagonal to diagonal in Montana. Yeah. Um, It's the same distance as the top of or sorry, the bottom of the state to Texas. 
That's crazy. Which is fucking insane. Having done that drive, we took like three or four days yeah. to do it. And like, yeah. you could probably do it in, like, you could do it in two, but it'd be a mess. It'd be awful. Right. And depending on where you're going in Texas, you could not do it in two. It would be like 18 hour days to get from like Missoula to Austin. But you could do it. I think we took four days there and yeah. back. And it was like, you know, that was pleasant, but that was still eight to 10 hours driving a day. Right. That's going. Like, and I'm not, I'm not opposed to driving. Like I, I enjoy driving, but leaving Missoula and driving for five and a half hours is like, eh. well, and especially when you're coming off already like a rough rest week right. to just be like slept in my bed for <laughs> one night and didn't really even get to sleep in. Cause I had, I had to, coach you had to go Friday right. Morning. Yeah. Yeah. And so I coach practice and a one-on-one on friday morning and then right. turned around and hopped in the car and fuck drove back and then luckily yesterday we it was um the meet got done really fast mm-hmm. we were in billings and we got to turn around and head home quick well there you but, go excuse me yeah the backpacking trip was super cool i say tell me about that because you were gone for what four days you said yeah we left monday hiked in uh nobody was prepared for it was a little bit of a strenuous hike with with full packs on, mm-hmm. you know, and we had seven students and three leaders or eight students and three leaders, something Damn. like that. Um, no, seven students and four leaders. So, there were, yeah, 11 people have to hike in six and a half miles and set up camp and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lakes we ended up at were super pretty. Um, one of the leaders and a couple of the students got to do a bunch of fishing. Sweet. And I think... Uh, the leader who was like leading the trip overall he ended up catching like 35 fish bro what i've caught like three fish ever right yeah how the fuck does dude catch 35 in four days on a fly rod too what it wasn't like he was just hucking a spin reel out into the middle of the lake like trolling him back in he was like standing on a rock and going he like actively fished 10 o'clock two o'clock yeah yes and like the second lake we were at, there was a little like mile and a half hike the second day to get to the second spot we stayed, mm-hmm. um, and the waters just both of them. The waters just crystal clear, but the fish would just like in schools of like thirty would just come swimming by, and all he had to do was like throw it out there, and he was going <laughs> to put get it something. near one. Yeah, yeah, he caught a fish that was like seventeen inches. We cooked that one, <laughs> bro, man. We had, and cut bows. For people who don't know what that is, it's a bread hybrid between a um, cutthroat trout and a rainbow trout. And so they have sort of the coloring of a rainbow trout, but they have the bright blood red gills and the cut looking thing on their throat, Mm -hmm. like a cutthroat. And they're super gorgeous fish. Yeah. And yeah, just yanking them out of there one after the next. And then the other kids who were fishing caught like 15 between the two of them. What the fuck? These poor fish were probably like, oh, this is it. This is where we all go. (laughs) Right. Randy Um, got yanked out yesterday. Jill left two days ago. I mean, we just can't keep track of them. And most of them got put back. We only kept, I think we kept five total. As friends. yeah, they hiked out the rest of the way with us. That's very cool of you guys. And now they live in the back of my car. My car smells disgusting. Oh, no. <laughs> Not really. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, on the way in, everybody's just gassed. Right. right? It's, you're coming off a weekend, and it's Monday in the afternoon. You've been hiking for 
however long. And so we're sitting on the trail, and one of the kids starts telling random animal facts. And I wouldn't necessarily say they were like appropriate animal facts, but like strange, strange animal facts. And he's going on and on and on about it. And one of the other kids gets tired of it and goes, well, you know what? Koalas can run 75 miles an hour. <laughs> no, and I thought I was going to die. Can't. dude. I thought I was going <laughs> to die. I was in tears. Like, I don't know how I didn't just fall off the trail and roll down the mountain. Dude, who comes out with a fact that hot, that wrong, you know? Right. It was incredible. That's, I respect the hell out of that, though. Like, listen, if, you just, if you're just trying to, like, start something, say some crazy shit like koalas can run 75 miles an hour. Yeah, right? I was like, oh, they can go 75 <laughs> miles an hour if they slip out of the top of a tree. Right. And- pick up that much speed terminal velocity yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) can you imagine a koala because koalas are dumb like drop bears have never been uh domesticated because unless they take the leaf eucalyptus directly off the tree yeah they don't recognize it as food right you can't hand them a eucalyptus leaf and expect them to eat it it doesn't happen that's like me with uh, like vegetables i'm like what the fuck is (laughs) what 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 is this actually it's the opposite with vegetables i get vegetables and i go like shopping and i'm like ew what and then somebody hands me them and i'm like these are really good thank you for making these (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're only food if somebody else cooks them yeah i'm like ew what (laughs) Yuck, I have to Gross. pay money they for this sell thing. These here? And then all of a sudden, yeah, we're allowed to, to. Right. We go up to the Quantox for dinner or like up to my parents and cook all these veggies. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit, this is really tasty. Yeah, I love this. You <laughs> what got is this, this from the special room at the is grocery this a store? Steak? What is this? <laughs> is this the adult section at the back? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this is. It's very good. Did, did you shop at Blockbuster for these? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Madison and I were talking about Blockbuster yesterday. Let's chat about yeah. this for a minute because okay. Madison, we ended up clearing it up, but initially she was like, Hey, she's going to get all over me for this, but she was like, I think Blockbuster should come back. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I think it'd be kind of nice to have like a Blockbuster. And I'm like, oh, you mean the place where you have to pay money for every single movie you want to rent <laughs> right. on an outdated format that sometimes and most of the time they don't have? Right. And then we ended up clarifying. She meant for like... A, nostalgia purposes. Like, we're wondering yeah. if that was going to come back, you know, let's say 20 years from now is kind of this weird right. relic thing where it's like, it's super hip. Because we were garage sailing and looking for vinyls and things like that. Yeah. And it's like, right. There's not, well, I mean, I guess there is stores with, like, vinyls, like ear candy and stuff in Missoula. Yeah. And so, like, who knows? Maybe there's a store where, you know, VHS and DVDs and shit come back, but not right. a DVDs antiquated. But you know what I mean? Like, it's mostly streaming right. now. Right, yeah. You have to go and go and get them. And so for convenience sake, you go on Spotify to listen to music. You don't go buy the record. Right. But for certain things that you either really care about or you really want in their like original intended format or something like that, you go buy the movie or the record or whatever. Right. But well, and there's an experience that goes along with it. Like there's a sound to a record. Right. And sometimes that is just the like most full satisfying way to listen to music. Right. Well, and so I would argue that the least satisfying way to rent a movie is through Blockbuster. <laughs> Although I would not disagree. I will say, because there was a store in Missoula called Crazy Mike's, RIP, that uh-huh. used to exist that was basically like local Blockbuster. Yeah. And something about Crazy Mike's was nice. And I think it was because their prices weren't crazy. No. They always had the movies that like Netflix didn't have. Yes. 
And it was like, uh, again, to Madison's point, I think it checked like the nostalgia box. Oh, yeah. You'd go in and you'd be like, right, I remember renting movies as a kid or like fucking Pokemon Snap or whatever. I could go get a a a N64 game for a week for like two bucks. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's great. And then you play through it as fast as you can because you have seven days with it. Right. But Show t- yeah. showcase video was pretty pretty okay showcase too. Was all right. I like that one. It was closer to my house, and so right. access wise, I could <laughs> ride my bike over there and rent the Matrix trilogy. Hell yeah, dude! And watch that. Now I own them all on Blu-ray. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I still have yet to watch them. That's okay. They're good on Blu-ray. Oh, I was gonna say like at all? No, I've I've seen okay. I've seen the Matrix. I was like weird that you would be times. so hype over them having not seen them, but I, right, good for I you. Found I found them for like. Six or seven bucks for oh, all shit. of them. I was like, yes. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Equally amazing. Well, not maybe equally, but let's sure, let's go with it. Equally amazing yeah. is the amount of shit you can find at garage sales. Yes. We've been really, we're taking all the precautions in the world, trying to stay safe and all this stuff. Right. But like yesterday was great. It was beautiful outside. We went on a little drive. Yeah. Stopped in a few estate sales. Everybody was nice. being respectful and distancing and masked up. Sometimes even gloved up. Hell yeah, dog. Double masked up dude. on a Saturday afternoon. Hell yeah. It was great. And so we went through. We got, dude, yesterday we got for $1.50, we got two books, um, a, a Bing Crosby Christmas album on vinyl. Hell yeah. And I want to say at least one other thing. For $1.50. Hell yeah. What? They're, I just need to stop fucking around and get a, a record player. I, like, honestly, Madison getting one gave me like all of the record player accessibility i need but yeah. i would recommend one per household minimum yeah oh for sure i would like i would love to put one i think that's a good garage thing definitely like once our garage is finished because we're remodeling it that would be the place for it i think that'd be great because then you can go sit and you can have like the little garage door open and if you're chilling in yeah. the backyard you could hear it from there or yeah. if you're chilling in the garage you could hear it from there i fixed the window in the garage we oh could just shit. set it underneath the window and open the window that sounds so nice music Twinkle out through the window. Dude, that's like that's like some 1950s American dream shit. That's some aesthetic AF. We were talking yeah. about it with the Christmas album because again, Bing Crosby, Big Spokane guy. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, we got the new, <laughs> we got the new. He is. I know. I know. <laughs> Just <laughs> a weird way I've to describe it. Yeah. Big Spokane guy, not Big like Spokane musical guy, icon. You know? Yeah. Uh, Prince, big Minnesota guy. You know. I, but he is. And yeah, he's <laughs> the, arguably the biggest Minnesota he's guy. The, he's the Minnesota guy. Yeah. Um, but we were talking because we just got a we're renting a new house humble brag and it's beautiful yes um and there's this confirm. big fireplace right in the middle of it nice. um chestnuts roasting yeah dude we were talking about it because we've got this little space so if imagine a rectangle yeah right as your standard just to set this the scene for the room of course if we're looking if the rectangle is longer like north to south is longer than East to west is. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So northwest corner would be like dining room. Okay. Northeast corner is like hallway slash stairs down to the... Okay. And then right. southeast corner would be uh, would be living room. Yeah. But then in southwest corner, there's kind of this like just space. Like there, there's a wet bar and there's like a, a built-in china hutch. Yeah. And there's a fireplace that kind of comes out in between that chunk of space and the dining room right and so we're like well what do we do with that you know like it's kind of you don't want to you don't want to fill it with stuff a to just charcuterie fill it with stuff. board on top of it dude honestly it'd be perfect for that 
Right. And so I'm assuming a primarily it will be a cat nap location. Yes. B it will be primarily a Madison sit by the fire location. Right. The girl's a big fan of fire. Good. Conf- confined fire, obviously, not like right. blazing, raging, dangerous kind. Fire. Uh, ooh. Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> and so we we're like, okay, if we're looking for an aesthetic here, a cozy one at that. Imagine right. this: snow on the ground, cold right. outside. Us inside, fireplace turned on, cats both asleep, Turned. getting along with each other. What a pipe dream. Madison <laughs> sitting by the fire. Me somewhere in the scene, probably nearby, right. but maybe a little Eating farther away because I get high. Eating the charcuterie board. That's it. Exactly. Fucking Bing MF Crosby. Um, Jingle jangling in the background. Off the record player. Wow. We got fucking tinsel on the Bro. staircase. Bro, that's the most domestic thing I've ever. We got heard. a Christmas tree somewhere. Yo, hell yeah, dog. Yo, I hope that dream can come tr- come true for you. Me too. And we got about five months to make it happen. So. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like, hey, we're gonna take thirty seconds here. If you're listening to the episode and the world is too much, just go. Ah, uh, 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 one of those. I feel like people don't do that that often. No. Have a cathartic little screen. Dude, I watched a video that made me fucking... I keep using the word writhe around. Yeah. I was laughing so hard that I looked like a fucking snake. Dude, I believe it. Like, and I had big old tears rolling down my face. My whole shirt got wet. And tears of joy. Stream down my face. With arms wide, with memes wide open. Stupid videos all day long. <laughs> Welcome to this place. I'll make you laugh and scream. Dude, <laughs> speaking of garage sales and speaking of musical icons, yeah. we were looking through, and some of the records had very funny names. And unfortunately, right. I didn't write any down. But when we were, <laughs> that, what a good podcast! Here's this funny yeah. thing that I forgot to uh, note. Um, but we were talking about it, and Madison said something. She was like, "Oh man, we're driving by this yard sale. Maybe we should stop by." And I'm like, "Well, do you want to stop in?" She goes, "I don't know. Kind of looks like Slim Pickens." And I go, "Oh dang it! I saw his <laughs> album back at the last garage sale. We should have picked that up." And she goes, what, really? And I go, yeah, he's my favorite country artist. And she goes, no, you're fucking with me. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course I am. Yes, but, but Slim Pickens. She goes, would you rather be Slim Pickens or Dusty Tomes? And I'm like, okay, first of all, how Ooh. dare you? Because Dusty Tomes is the clear choice right. here. But that's just because we don't know the identity of Dusty Tomes, but we can assume that he's similar to me. Right. But Zane, would that I, then make you Slim Pickens? Probably. We could be Slim Pickens and Dusty Tomes. Would I heard somebody use the word tomes in a total fucking pretentious way Ew, the other day. What? And I was like, yeah, but you don't know about dusty tomes. Right, but and you- I could really shut you down right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if only you knew the musical prowess of the legend that is dusty tomes. Dude, when dusty tomes hit the 80s, he tried to form a funk band named Dustin's Child, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> Hate it. <gasps> Did you hear the song from Smokey Robinson? No, that's what? Been going around about gang banging. No, I have not heard. The- <laughs> Let me find I it. can't say that I've heard the song "Gang Banging." <laughs> he didn't need to. He did not need to. No, no, it doesn't sound like he did at all. But 
I'm before I hear it, I guess I'm pre preemptively going to say I'm glad he did. Wild. Uh oh. Send this to you. That's because the music video looks like it was just shot on like <sighs> not even somebody's iPhone. It looks like somebody got a droid from 2013. Oh, of course it does though. And, <laughs> and went and found and then tried to put like a filter that was supposed to make it look old on top of it. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> gang banging. Since we're doing live things right now, like playing live music, I just got a live text from our longtime listener Nick Jackson. Who says he was shout out Nick first of all he said he was catching up on ding dong and had to stop listening to ding dong tarts because Zane is chewing gum (laughs) (laughs) and if 136 episodes into this you think we're surprised that somebody had to stop listening to an episode because we were chewing gum doesn't mean we don't feel bad about it but also just more means like didn't even cross our minds to be honest with you. I think I had like three pieces of gum in my mouth so you were really like I was really smacking away and I'm sorry to hear there's a There's another episode where a neighbor was mowing his lawn and I was mixing it and you could just hear in the background the whole time. And I was like, this is going to be awful. And I'm okay with that. So sorry to Nick and all other people who are anti-mastication. Listening some sounding dumb. Gang banging. <laughs> Zane, I have a few things that I want to read to you. Okay, please do. <clears throat> um, somebody I feel said like I save something to read to you as well, well and perf- now I'm going to try to find. I can't it. wait. Awesome. Somebody says uh, maybe I should check out the zoo, and it was a post of somebody who had, I think, edited like the cards at the zoo. Yeah. For different species. But it was online. So maybe somebody got their website hacked. I don't know. I don't know the zoo, so I'm not I can't out them. But right. there's four different animals that I'd like to tell you about. Okay. And this is the name, the description, and some fun facts about each one. Okay. First up, we've got the Mexican giant tree frog. Okay. Guys, a description of do. that animal. He's very cute. Mexican giant tree frogs are round with long arms and legs and stout bodies. These springy little guys love to get up to highly illegal activities. Our Mexican giant tree frog is no different. We call him Gary. Fun facts. If a human committed any of the crimes that Gary committed, they would be in jail for a minimum of five years. We don't think he'll ever be caught. And if the pigs ever ask us to turn him in, we'll spit in their face, steal their badges, and feed them to Gary. (laughs) That's step one. Guys, our second animal today is the red panda. Red pandas are undeniably adorable, and we have three at our zoo. I have tried to steal each of them several times. My boss put me on a, quote, final warning, so I've stopped for now. Once he turns his head, you can bet your ass I'm dressing up like a bank robber, sneaking into the red panda exhibit and making off with as many arms as I can carry. Fun facts. I can carry one red panda in each of my arms, but if I really tried, I bet I could fit the third one in there somewhere, too. Maybe on top of the other two. 
Maybe I could hold them like high school textbooks against my chest. Guys, our third animal here is the African Spurred Tortoise. We first came across our tortoise, Richard, in 2010 during a birthday party at the zoo. Somehow, and we have no fucking clue how, when we cut into the child's cake, we struck a tortoise shell almost immediately. True zookeepers recognize the sound of a knife striking a tortoise shell anywhere. See Zookeeper Tortoise War of 1974. Okay. We, pretty, we pulled him out of his temporary cake house, which pretty much destroyed the cake. The kid was pissed because the cake was ruined and he didn't get to keep Richard. So really, it was a win-win for us. We got a free tortoise and a shitty little trust fund kid didn't get to eat his cake. So shouts out, Richard. <laughs> Fun fact, Richard hates trust fund kids. Oh, wow. Guys, our final animal today is the bald eagle. We must have gotten a defective bald eagle because ours came with hair pictured above. And it's a regular bald eagle. And it says, fun facts, bald eagles are America's mascot, so that sucks. That's been a fun tour around the zoo. I would visit that zoo, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd visit that zoo for sure. Even if just visit the criminal frogs. You're right. Gary. Did you get the, uh, the thing I just sent you? I believe you? I might have. Let me pull it up. It's another zoo animal. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Well, that he probably belonged with Gary. It sounds like he'd go along with Gary. He'd fit uh, right in. For those people who obviously can't see, look harder. First of right, all, just figure it out. And second of all, it is a picture of a alligator, and it says Hitler's alligator, the last German prisoner of war in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> well. Maybe that's okay, you know? <sighs> that seems okay with me, that he stays a prisoner yeah. forever. Yeah, it's fine. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to take it back to the backpacking trip for a minute. Take it back, backpack. Afterwards, obviously we're eating out of bags mm -hmm. with, like, Instacook meals for four days. And we got to go to McDonald's. McDonald's? Afterwards. And, you know, I already have a very, very soft spot for McDonald's. It's called my belly. Right. Um, and it's soft because I eat a lot of McDonald's. Well, it, I hear that. Yeah. Um, got two bacon McDoubles. Okay. And oh man, they were the best. Bur like I've had very good burgers. Like I've definitely had better burgers. But if these weren't the best burgers that I have ever eaten, I don't. I don't know. But like, and then I got home because all week, obviously, we're on a church trip. I'm not gonna bring beer on a church trip with kids. That would be irresponsible. Sure. So I get home and I'm dog tired. And what do I do? I go out in our backyard and find out that we acquired some new patio chairs. So who sits down in one oh, and cracks a cold one with me, oh, the boy? Shit. But me. I did. You did. You cracked one I with did you. that. And I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I should just stop drinking beer for months at a time mm -hmm. so they always taste that delicious. Dude, and maybe that's it, because that's the thing. I definitely, when I go on my cycles of like, okay, not eating fast food for like the foreseeable future, really right. trimming down, like doing whatever, or like not having a soda or not having beer, whatever. Yeah. Anytime I cut those out, the second I do have one, uh, you understand. <clears throat> I question why I made that decision in the first place. Right. This is why I can't work out, right? I mean, so here's my problem is that I have a cyclical weight gain thing and maybe it's going to yeah. change now that I'm out of school. But when I was in school, it was like, OK, I would go up between 10 and 20 pounds 
during the school year over that like nine month period, particularly right. into winter. Yeah. Which again makes sense, holiday Pretty season classic. and all that. Most people do. <clears throat> but then coming out of winter and into spring and into summer in particular, I would start my gym routine, you know, March, April, and like trim down so that by midsummer I was, you know, back down 10, 15 pounds, whatever. The problem is with each of those, I would cut out like fast food or soda or whatever. And then I would have one of those things yeah. in like late September, like go to a Grizz game or, you know, do something where we're out playing football and it's like, oh, well, I'm going to go, dude, let's go to McDonald's let's go and get grab nuggets or wings or whatever. Yeah. Uh oh. And so here I am <laughs> back. In- <laughs> the problem, though, is that it just tastes so much better that right. that first time after like five months. Very rarely do you go back and you're like, oh, I know exactly why I stopped eating this. And there's been a few times where that has happened, which has been great. Yeah. And I'm like, no, cool. Well, I don't need that anymore. That's awesome. But most of the time, that's not the case. Right. And it's like, uh oh, exactly. this is delicious. Yeah. And maybe it's like, I, I, again, not to get too deep on it, but more of like, maybe it's one of those things I grew up with and I have like the, the food taste that's maybe 80% right, of it. it triggers, and then like triggers the, memories. Right. The nostalgia part of it that's like another 20 and I'm like, well, fuck it. I can have this. Like, oh, this reminds me of sitting around a fire. The worst part eating though. Eating a charcuterie board is and that, listening to Bing Crosby, <laughs> a real Spokane kind of guy. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Touche. Very funny. I like it a lot actually. Yeah. Um. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I did forget what I was gonna say. Oh, but that's okay. You're talking about memory response yeah. to eating memories. Food. All alone in the moonlight. <clears throat> um. Anyway, long story short is oh that was it. Is that like when I'm doing that, I'll like count calories and stuff like that. Yeah. And not in a way that it's gonna be like some drastic weight gain, and it's so horrible if I go over. It's like ah, just be more reasonable. Like hold yeah, yourself just accountable. Be aware of it. The problem is that like I get too change. comfortable with that idea, and then I'm right. like. Right, I didn't really eat this thing for breakfast, so I can definitely have this for lunch. And then I start being a little kind right, to myself as far as it. like, oh well, th- th- this cheeseburger is only what like three hundred calories, <laughs> and it's like it's right. twelve hundred. And you're like, um, but what if well, I? Well, I only had three of them. Right, but I only had three, so it should be less than that. Right, and if I have yeah. X calories over a week, then fine, I'll just not do that. It's kind of like when you get money in, or you're yeah. expecting money in, and then you spend yeah. it, and you're like, well, this will come in, and I won't use it. Like, I've already pre-spent it. I can't use it for anything else. Right. It'll just no. replenish the account, and then it's like, oh, and then a different thing comes up, and you spend that same money on another thing, and oops, now yep, you spent the you same spend money on money two twice. things. <laughs> Which, first of all, magic trick. Second of all, right. big debt. But it happens. Right. <laughs> like, I swear the times that I have bought the most stuff is also the times where I have ended up with the most money. Right. And how the and fuck is that possible? That Dude, I, I got <clears throat> birthday money, just a little bit of birthday money, and then I pulled yes. out because we were going garage sailing again. Uh, I forgot to grab that money from my house, and so I went to the bank and pulled out some money. And having yeah. cash on hand is such a mystery to me right now. A because it's disgusting, but also right. B because like it's fake money to me. Like yeah. it is monopoly money. It's well, not when it comes real. down to it. It is fake money because well, our sure. financial system is not backed by gold anymore. What? So it literally says right on there. It says I am fake money. Basically, oh. it says, "Oh, this is widely accepted that this is how you pay for things." But well, sure, there's no actual value to this piece of paper. An interesting thing, though, is that like when we worked at like Use World, right? I found yeah. myself using cash so much more, and I think oh, it was yeah. just because what we dealt with all day was cash. We didn't have a card yeah. machine, which is still when you so had tips. which is so wild to me. Can we talk about that for two seconds? What did we? Didn't we not have a card machine there, or didn't we have no, a? We just couldn't take tips on cards. Tips on cards. That was it. it. Was I knew there was some only, weird. So thing. we always ended up with cash because right because people would that's be like the only way we got tips right. 
And we were some nice, kind boys who earned those We tried. Tips. Most of the time. Smile big. Yeah. Didn't yell at too many people. God, man, that job was something. It's cush. I like that. Dude, honestly, I, I don't think I'd been more relaxed in a professional environment. I mean, not right. that like frozen yogurt is the most professional, but you know what I mean? Like, right. we, we had certain standards. It wasn't a yeah. free-for-all. Right. Also, I was looking through a bunch of old pictures of that job. And, like, the amount of just stupid shenanigan pranks, like, fucking carving a name into a banana in the back and just leaving it there until oh, yeah. it showed up. Moving and, the like, baby around? Yeah, dude, the baby. <laughs> like, all, the, all the, like, okay, what can you bank this little piece of mochi off of into the trash can? Can you right. get it off three walls and, like... <laughs> the endless complaints about people who didn't know how the fuck to do a sample and would come and try and steal the sample cups? Right. Just wild. And I think I didn't know how good I had it until... Oh like, yeah, you don't. Until other jobs come came up. Like I like my job a lot. Because it's not right even now. like a serving job, right? That was like kind of hang out and just be physically present to make sure people yeah. aren't criming your business. Self serve yogurt. You give them. Right. You make sure the toppings are full. You make sure things are clean, and you give samples. I will say this though: one thing I do not miss one bit about that job is people self serving themselves too much and getting mad oh, at yeah. us for the price about it. For the price, it's like yo, you put. Four pounds of yogurt in this. You can't be mad that cup. it's thirty dollars. Like, like, don't tell me I pay for my own yogurt every day, right? And even on top of the free one that I get, I'm still paying handily out of pocket because I don't have self control, right? Because I'm a menace, to and that's my own fault. Yeah, but I right. get it. I gained so much weight working there. Fucking same. Which was well, I did and I didn't. I did for a while, and then I was like, oh right, maybe eating frozen yogurt is probably not the best plan every day. Yeah. And I then mean, I would just I eat lo- fruit cups and throw a little hot fudge on there. The summer I left that job, I lost 30 pounds. Did you really? Fuck. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. But again, like I said, I, I'm pretty much, it's kind of like me drinking. I have a baseline where yeah. I'll like kind of drop two, but like between like one and three drinks, not the, yeah. basically the same person. Fine. Three to infinity, total right. mystery. Yeah. It's the same with food for me where it's like, I'm never really going to drop below, you know, 210. Without right. massive sweeping change. Right. And where I prioritize like, oh, going out for a nice dinner or whatever, that ch- sort of change is not going to happen. I'm never going to be the yeah. six-pack guy, and that's okay. But yeah. similarly, it seems like even on times where I've been really bad about how much I eat, I never yeah. really go above like 235, 240-ish, which yeah. is not the best. But also like and- it's kind of strange because even if I've been like, well, really, I should be. Based on how exponentially I've just grown, why have right. I plateaued right here? Is this <laughs> we talk about the the hypothetical where it's like, yeah, you can eat as much as you want and you'll never change? Is that my right. plateau right there? <laughs> the world may never know. You found it. I'm not willing to find out, but so far so good. Tyler, I live on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Thank goodness. That's all I do. It's is just the best. Scroll and look at stuff. And I have some advice for people. Okay, if you're selling a car. Put some information about the car. (laughs) Yeah. Like people will literally just post a picture and be like Honda Civic for sale. If the post is up, it's still here and then have nothing. No mileage. They didn't even click. I think it's just a click option when you're putting up a post, whether it's manual or automatic. I've literally seen people that it says it's automatic. And and in the picture, you can tell that it's a stick shift. Like, how am I supposed to make an informed decision? I'm not just going to call you and be like, yo, 
but can I come look at this car? They're like, and they're like, well, actually, <laughs> it's in another state. Right, and it's and not I'm mine. selling it for my cousin. Right. They're like, oh, okay, so you don't know anything about this car. Right. <laughs> it's like manual or automatic. Yes. And it's like, yes, uh, it's one of those. It's got a tr- How many it's miles got one. does it have? Some. Well, it's been driven. Last time I started it, it started. <laughs> yeah, last time it ran, it ran. Right. Like, <laughs> just put some, just put some basic information in there. How am I supposed to know? Like, you're, you obviously, I, th- I feel like it's this way with a lot of stuff. Like, if you're selling something, try to be responsive when sure. somebody shoots you a message. Which is like, like not a crazy ask. No, Dude. especially if you're standing to make like a couple grand. Right. Like, right. If you're selling like, hey, I've got some like various knickknacks, no problem. Those can right. be pretty vague. Five bucks a piece, whatever. Look at the pictures. Right. That's fine. But, but if you're like, oh, I have a 2004 Kia that I'm going to sell for 3,500 bucks, and generally that car books at 4,500 bucks. Probably you're going to get some people looking for a deal. Right. How do you close that deal when they don't have any information? I don't know that you do. And then people are like, because I remember trying to sell my Accord on Facebook Marketplace. And half the time you're dealing with like scammy people. And fine, whatever. That's just a consequence of selling online. And I do understand that people have jobs. Like you can't always respond right away. But there's a difference between being prompt. I keep coming around to this idea that. Like the the tenant that okay, imagine the most regular, mediocre, average person that you know. Right, me. That no, <laughs> that there are like, okay, imagining that person that isn't you. Right, because I don't okay. think you fit that mold. Thanks. Then there's fifty percent of the world who's like dumber than that person, or less talented than that person, or whatever. Which right. is, in a sense, most of the time, a horrifying idea. Oh yes, like there's much not so. much scarier than if that. you're a C person. Probably, uh, if you're a C person, I probably don't want to be around you. Right, and there are fifty percent of people. And that then, uh oh, there's a lot of D's and more F's. lower than that. Yeah. And so, I always think about that when, like, because uh, I, I was just trying to make a point, like, oh, well, selling online, you know, sometimes it's like a pain in the ass. You have to deal with stupid people. Right. But in the same way that, like, everybody thinks they're a good driver, and then all of a sudden you get on the yes. road and it's like well, you might be a bad driver. There's a yes. there's I was reading some article and watching some video or whatever about like this idea where people who are in let's say like the 12th to 25th percentile of ability in a given thing right. will rank themselves closer to the ha- you know upper half right. and the people who are in like the 90th percentile of that things more often than not won't rank themselves where they're at and will rank themselves lower. Right. And so it's like the more you know about your ability in any given thing, the less likely you're uh, – the less likely you are to overstate it or to even accurately state it. You're going to understate. Right. And the opposite is true for the people who are lower. And so I remember trying to sell this car, and I would think, okay, I'll put up an ad. It'll have a lot of pictures, every angle. Um And not like in crazy, but you know, one right. from each major side, one from each major diagonal, a picture right. from the driver's side. Or like a driver's seat looking forward, driver's seat looking to the side, back seat in the middle looking forward, and maybe driver's seat turned around looking back side. And then Mm -hmm. a picture of the trunk. At most, that's 15 to 20 pictures. Right. Which is plenty if you're buying a vehicle for 20 grand. Right. 
Like, and it isn't unreasonable on like a Craigslist post or a real car listing. Right. Like, like you see you homes with less picture see that on, of that. Right. But that's also crazy because why the fuck would you even be right. interested in a home that has four pictures? Right. Here's the front yard. Here's the backyard. And here are the stairs. I like the ones that are just like, hey, here's a picture of the outside and a picture of the backyard. Right. And I'm like, okay, but I don't okay, live in don't either, live of, in those either of those places. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I live on the inside of those places. Right. And so I need those pictures. Right. So Where are I, th- those at? I think about like, okay, maybe my post wasn't that good, whatever, all this stuff. But then I think of the caliber of responses I got. Right. I had like, uh, let's say 60 to 70% spam. And then maybe let's narrow it down to three actual responses. Right. One guy was like, hey, what is it? Was looking for a manual, wasn't interested. Fine. Now we're down to two responses. One of those people um, ended up trying to offer, I think I was asking like 15 grand or something like that. Yeah. And it was low mile, maybe 15,000 miles, whatever. Whatever it was, I was asking fair price or lower. Like, right. And, and had provided in those 15 to 20 pictures an NADA blue book. Or an NADA valuation and a blue book valuation. Right. And people were like, well, uh, I'm going to offer you nine grand. And I'm like, I am not going to bother to respond to that. Right. And so then we were down to one guy who was like very interested in all this stuff. But I think three different times he would be like, okay, yeah, I'm on my way. And then, oh, shit, my car broke down. Oh, man, I'm on my way. My wife actually <laughs> said we don't have the money to do it this month. And I'm like, here's the deal. I'm not going to assume that like. You're lying to me. Right. But also, like, don't catfish me for my car. Right. Just do it or don't. Right. You should know if you're making a $15,000 purchase whether or not you're able to do that. Right. Maybe don't make that offer before you check if you have the money. Right. And be like, oh, shit, it turns out that I actually did. I had $19. I was mistaken. Right. I thought I had $15,000. Turns out that wasn't my account. Turns out I had $86. So... Mistakes happen, you know what I mean? You know, live and learn. Uh, next time you're selling a car, don't forget about me. And that's what he was like. He kept being like, okay, but like keep me in the loop. Like I'm still interested in buying it. I'm like, right, and I'm interested in having $15,000. So right, and also you keep it's not me in my the loop. job to make sure you're in the loop. Right, you keep me in the loop when you have the amount of money I'm asking right. for, and I will happily keep you in the loop as to whether or not I will sell you my car. Uh, I was trying to earlier search um, – Turkey Mascot America, but I ended up just on Turkey Mascot. Nice. Turns out the Hokie Bird for Virginia is, is a oh, Virginia Tech, an anthropomorphic yeah. male turkey. Okay. Kind of horrifying. I never knew what a Hokie was. I knew that was Virginia Tech's logo or a Virginia Tech's mascot, dude. but I never knew what a Hokie was. Alternatively, there's the, uh, the related mascot is the Fighting Gobbler. Wow. Which is also terrifying. That sounds like... Joey Chestnut. <clears throat> okay, hold on. This is dumb. Fucking, we're going to read about Virginia Tech's mascot real quick. Hell yeah. They've referred to, fans of Virginia Tech athletes have referred to the teams by the fighting gobblers since the early 20th century. Okay. According to VT University Relations, the name originated in 1909 when football coach Branch Bocock, which is the most fucking 1900s wow. name, initiated his players on into an the, album with Dusty Tone yeah. and Slim Pickens. Yeah, he was their like, country... Uh, Legend, icon, right. uh, mentor. He initiated his players into the, quote, Gobbler Club, a name which appeared in print the same year. 
um, blah, blah, all this stuff. As future military officers and gentlemen, cadets were not allowed to look at their plates as they ate. To do so was termed gobbling your food and was a cause for punishment, which right. is totally insane. Yeah. Um, athletes were given increased portions of food in consideration, uh, in consideration of limited mealtime, were allowed to gobble their meals. So yeah. that's how they came up with the name. I hate that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like actually bothered by that. But what a yeah. dumb fucking way to come up with it. Like, was nothing happening back then where they're like, I don't know, fucking they eat food kind of fast. They're the gobblers now. <laughs> yeah, right. And that they're was the, it. They're the gobblers. So reg- These football players who probably are hungry ate their, ate their food too fast. Hey, guys, we're playing against the Virginia Tech people who are hungry. We're playing against the guys who just want to eat so they can perform well on the field. We're playing against guys who stare at their plate. <laughs> Regardless of the true origin The gobbler nickname had been popularized by 1913 Okay when this makes sense When a local resident and employee Floyd Meade Trained a large turkey to perform various stunts A stunt turkey Including pulling him in a decorated cart Before a football game That turkey had to be strong as fuck If a turkey pulled him in a cart Right That's uh, oh, wait. I fucking hate turkeys No hold like on that. this is just a poorly written sentence Okay It's well, I'm going to choose to believe that a turkey carted a man around. Yes. This says the, turkey. the gobbler nickname had already been popularized by 1913 when local resident Floyd Meade trained a large turkey to perform various stunts, comma, including pulling him in a decorated cart before a football game. I'm forced to assume that that means a turkey carted a man around in 1913. Yeah, they were going Coliseum style. Right. Being pulled around by a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the mascot changed to the Fighting Gobblers, <laughs> which I ha- also hate. Why? That the co- just dude, don't. Holy shit. First permanent costumed gobbler took field in 1962. Civil engineering student raised 200 bucks to make a costume regar- or resembling a cardinal and included real turkey feathers dyed in school colors. Debuted at the Thanksgiving Day football game. The costume was modified in 1971 to include a long neck, making it more than seven feet tall, and the name was changed to the Fighting Gobbler. What? So they started a different thing, and now they're the Hokey Birds. (laughs) Hokey Bird has been so popular that the mascot landed an appearance on Animal Planet's Turkey Secrets, shown annually around Thanksgiving. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. They have a series called Turkey Secrets? Animal Planet series Turkey Secrets. What? How? How do you make a series out of that? Like, how many secrets? They're secretive do these birds, man. You can't have? fucking ask how they have secrets. Fuck, fuck that. Are you are you looking to get attacked by turkeys? Because you're on the fast track right now. Buddy. My aunt and uncle raised turkeys for a while. I fucking hate turkeys, dude. There's so many turkeys in Spokane. I fight so many turkeys. They're horrifying. There was two of I them know. that were sitting on a railing that we were probably eight feet away from. And yeah. there's nothing more disconcerting than looking at a 30-pound bird sitting on a railing next to you. Yeah. And, you like, my uncle hit a turkey with a shovel that was charging Why? him. Oh, okay. <laughs> was like just and it was turned like, around and tried to charge him again. Hate that. I'm not ever going to advocate for fighting a turkey. But, like, if Bro. one has squared up, I've had to come. Just because a few have really come kind of close. There's Actually, there is roving bands of turkeys in the South Hill of Spokane. I don't know if people know that or not. But it's like a running joke that there's like goggles of turkeys. I was trying to combine gobbles and gaggles and I came up with gobbles. And I feel like that makes sense. So we'll roll with it. 
but there is literally like maybe 50 turkeys that just roam the South Hill in groups of between two and 10. And they sometimes just walk near you. And then sometimes they walk directly at you and maybe even pick up the pace and start kind of jogging. And that's terrifying. So I've had to come to terms with the idea that like, if I had to fight a turkey, what would I go for first? Dude, that's like, do I go precision and go for like a neck and or headshot? Or do I? Yeah, you gotta go straight body for the blow? throat. I feel like you gotta go straight for the throat. Just a karate chop. If you have a pocket knife on you or something, I'm not gonna stab it. Get, fucking punt it. I don't. You're dude, good at that. Here's the thing. I don't. This is. I'm talking do or die situation. Because in yeah, in all, if I can run, I'm running. I don't want to yeah. deal with that. And I'm not an animal abuser. I don't want to fucking. The thought of punching a turkey makes me very sad. Turkeys are but people the of, abusers. Uh, the, yeah, I would say, but the thought of a turkey fucking me up and putting me in the hospital makes me more sad. Right. It's like geese. Fuck geese. Dude, geese are mean. Yeah. They do have you seen the inside of a goose's mouth? It's creepy. It's haunting. Like Horror's do own. not look at it. Some of you are gonna be curious and be like, I'm gonna Google a goose's mouth. Well, Google don't fucking come to mouth. me and tell me that you Googled goose mouth and feel sad yeah. now that you know. I about don't it. feel bad for you. We warned you. We tried to tell you. Right. Guys, the hokey bird before the football games leads the charge onto the field as students jump up and down to Metallica's Enter Sandman. <laughs> He's been known to crowd surf. So that's a plus. <laughs> and get this. In a surprise man. twist, the hokey bird is an active supporter of all Virginia Tech athletic teams, particularly yeah. VT football and basketball teams. I like that there's the that phrasing makes it sound like there's a mascot that's just kind of lukewarm on on athletics. Right. That like shows up in like an econ 302 lecture and it's like, let's fucking go. Right. Calculate that shit. <laughs> yeah. Just a, a just a grown adult in a turkey costume. Just fucking running around. In the around. middle of like a business exam. Dude, it might be time for tweet of the week. Dude, do you have any good gobblers that you want to share with us, Zane? Um, I'll I'll look. Goodness gracious, great gobblers alrighty. Of, of fire. Uh Dude, the Gobble of Fire would be the worst book. Ooh, uh, that did you uh, mm, well, oh. Let me see if I can find Go it. Go ahead. And with you and was somebody on Twitter. Okay, well, here's one, first of all, that I think is just relatable to all of us. This comes from James at Video James mm-hmm. underscore. Light. The person at the deli kept asking me how thick I want my meat sliced. So I said medium, and they said I need a number. So I panicked and said five, mm-hmm. and now I have an inch-thick slab of bologna and anxiety. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's amazing because like, there's so many thoughts that go into that. Right. One, that that's plausible. Like, I've been at, we had to go get, like, food. I was trying to make a delicious uh, fucking pasta salad one time. And I had uh, the same situation. She goes, I need a number. And thank God they had a chart where I was at that showed the thickness. Because otherwise, I probably would have done the same thing and ended up Go halfway between one and ten. One inch cubes of fucking salami. Which, like, delicious. But also too big. Um, And so expensive. Yes. Um, But, like, I also like that that butcher is... Uh, entirely unhelpful too. Just like I need a yeah. number and there's it's a riddle. I can't fucking tell Five. you. You are have you to sure? Pick. Uh uh right. Are, are three. you certain? Okay. 
Right. And then you, because you're going to be questioning that the whole way, unless you have any sort of knowledge about why that would be the case. Yes. That's so sad, but very funny. Guys, since most of this episode's been about Nick and McKenna anyway, from uh, McKenna at Menners, direct quote from Nick Jackson says, no one can see you cry through your pit vipers. And I agree. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, pit vipers are fucking tight as sunglasses. And no one can see you cry behind them. Let's see. I think I had one more. Accurate. I found the one I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Um. Just, this one doesn't have a name that goes along with it. I'm receiving a phone call. Go ahead. Um, this says, J.K. Rowling's going through some stuff, so she put me in charge of making dumb changes to the Harry Potter universe, effective immediately. Dementors are Latina. Hermione's now Hymione. Hagrid has fibromyalgia. <laughs> Dude, fibromyalgia is the funniest one. <laughs> Wands are called bang noodles. Hogwarts has a billiards table. <laughs> Dude. Hagrid has fibromyalgia is the funniest shit in the universe. Also, something about Hermione is now Hymione. You're right. It's so simple, but it's it's real it's real funny. <laughs> From Walmart brand Chris Evans, my therapist calls it anxiety induced tremors. I call it involuntary jazz hands. <laughs> I like that that at Dude, this a is lot. a good one. From Parker Coppins. I found out today that my mom thinks that Mario's brother is named Louis G. No one tell her. <laughs> Dude, it's Mario and fucking Louis G. Yo. <laughs> That's incredible. Louis G. Mario. It makes sense. That's his whole name. Right. <laughs> Guys, last one from John Kennedy. This guy that works at Dairy Queen said he's going to medical school, and I can't stop laughing thinking about him delivering a baby and being like, here's your baby, and flipping it. (laughs) Just, uh. Beep. You got that. Well, seems like that's it. I think that's where we're at. Wonderful. Zane, it's time for you to go enjoy some time with that little puppy. I say I hi for gotta go. Our whole audience. get him some foods. Say hi a hundred and some times. I will. As many people listen to this podcast historically. I will. Just kidding. We don't. I might. I might start introducing him to people tomorrow oh as well. God. So exciting. Let's bring him as my little wingman. Ugh, what a treat. You know what the you know what the worst part is. I now have the best wingman, and I that, don't need a wingman. In no man. way is that the worst part. You have a wonderful girlfriend. <laughs> you get well. That's the best part. Well, that is the best part. Yeah. That's why having a great wingman is the worst part. Yes, because I also have the best part. Dude, you can wingman other. Do wingman other people. Yeah, just be I like probably do just that. Wingman strangers. Here's your challenge for this. Yo, week. walk <laughs> up to a stranger, hopefully one who's socially distanced, and be like, "Hey, right, this guy has. Uh, there's a puppy nearby. Do you want to meet this man? Right or lady? Who knows? You right. decide. Do you want to? Do you want to immediately have a great interaction with somebody who probably won't remember your name, but will know everything about this dog within thirty seconds? I was gonna say I'm gonna have to just promise you now that like we will stay friends. But if I come over and I interact more with the dog than you, no, that's cool. Then I that's just man. that's got to be an expectation. I understand that. It's it's cool. There's been so many people, especially given the whole I pet a hundred dogs plus a year for a few years there. Yeah. Where, like, I legitimately could not tell you about anything about their owners, but I did know oh, no, what not breed and what their name was. Not at not, all. That sounded like people. What breed and name the dogs were. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah. On that note, we'll see you later at Ding Dong Podcast is our Twitter at Ding Dong or Ding Dong Podcast at gmail.com is our email and we are so lonely. Send us scathing reviews all the time. Gum smacking. Dude, we had a good review a few days ago. And Did so we? yeah. Oh well, yes. You sent it to me. And so thank you for the individual who left that. You know who you are. Yeah. Go ahead and leave us a review if you want. Maybe we'll read yeah. it on air. All Love right. You. Bye. Bye.